0: You got that rocker, MJ, in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network.
1: Keep on rocking. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna put Welcome,
2: ladies and gentlemen, to, let me check my notes here, the NXT rundown? Did I I walk in the wrong room again?
0: On the wrong day. Oh my god, what's going on?
2: Well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go with it. I
0: I came here set to talk about the Bellas podcast and Total Divas. What the fuck happened? I don't know, man.
2: Don't know. But uh, I guess uh, just like AEW, we're just going to do everything on the fly. So (laughs) uh, Ginger uh, is predisposed this week, and I am booked on Thursday. So we decided to uh, bring the OGs back together. And uh, do a little NXT rundown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so of course, if you do not already know, which I'm sure everyone does, I'm Troy, that's Jason, and we're here to do a little talking. And I feel like it has been a long time since I've interacted with you.
0: It really has. I mean, (laughs) outside of like text messaging, I think, it's been one of those deals where we are... Seemingly every single week, I'm like set to go to be on WWE Rundown, and then fucking something happens in my life. Like two weeks ago, mm. my wife got rear-ended in a car accident, so that pulled me off the show. And then last night there was a little bit of uh, drama unexpectedly in my in my universe <laughs> last evening. Um, you rear-ended her. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, couldn't make it last night, but uh, I am here. And it's, it's i got to tell you, it's particularly infuriating when I watch WWE only to find out I didn't actually have to. I feel you. <laughs> like, when I watch it to be on the show, and, and, and here's the thing. I was going to say this on the show when I was going to be on last week. I recommend, if you're having anger issues, just stop watching Raw. Like, it yeah. is the best mental break you can give yourself.
2: True. Yeah, I watched it uh, last week, but I did not watch it with the thought of, like, I'm going to do a solo episode, which is why we didn't have an episode last right. week.
1: Yeah,
2: You know, the, you do You have to prepare differently for that, so, you know. So, yeah, I was the same kind of thing, where uh, I was like, okay, well, we're not going to do it for obvious reasons, but also, like, it's kind of a bummer that I had to sit and watch that shit. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's the worst. It really is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. See, and, and the only reason... So... To, uh, tomorrow or whenever you guys hear this, uh, I'm, I'll be on the AEW rundown, and I had to subject myself to being the elite. Oh my god! <sighs> and I can assure you that I will be on AEW rundown even if it's just myself, because there's no reason that I would ever watch that show <laughs> unless I was on the podcast, because that is
0: fucking god awful. Yeah, it's a man. particularly bad episode too, actually.
2: Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So so yeah. So uh,
2: I don't think the viewers have heard too much uh, from you. Uh, they heard a little bit of a, of a recap last week from yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: But but what's been uh, been going on
0: with you lately? <sighs> Just uh, I'm actually in the middle of um, the the one month break I get between the end of spring baseball and the start of fall baseball. So, um. Of course, like I said, every time I make plans to do something, the world has different ideas for me. So, um, you know, hopefully everything calms down. I got a, a few more weeks to relax and then things will kick up again in September and probably won't see me until winter. But, um, <laughs> but for the time being, I'm here. And uh I've been I've been I've been doing the last couple of NXTs and um this was definitely an NXT that happened. Um Yep. But uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Well, this was this was still um, our our two pre-taped episodes for the things to the Olympics. Yes, um, and these
0: were well, going to be on Sci-Fi. So, for everyone to understand, well, these are these are sort of shitty episodes. That's sort of by design. They're saving all the big stuff for when they're not on Sci-Fi because they know they're going to lose viewers. They know it's going to be a down couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's sort of mundane stuff, and, and we'll talk about that. Now that said, you did do the big Dakota turn last week, mm-hmm. uh, so there was that. But um, yeah, you know, for the most part, I don't think you're going to see the blowaway matches during this period.
2: No, and uh, you know this is something that um, every company does. Is it is just smart booking? You know, I mean, you look at AW when they were they were bumped over for the the uh, playoffs playoffs. Huh. Um, the a lot of those Friday night dynamites were fucking garbage. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that, that's clearly because they're like, we're not going to waste our good shit for this. Now, thank, thankfully this was just two weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure both of us knew the results for both of these episodes. Yes. Cause then we both, if we both read the spoilers.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but I, I still found, uh, enjoyment in the episode. Again, it wasn't
0: great, but it, it wasn't terrible. I sort of wish I had watched it live so I could follow the Kevin Owens live tweet, but, you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a surprise. Um, uh, John uh, actually said it on, on WWE Rundown that he's like, uh, right before he went on the air, he, he started laughing. And he's like, Kevin Owens is live tweeting NXT right now. And I told him, like, I was like, you need to stop reading that because otherwise you will just continue to bust out laughing. <laughs> But I went back and read them all, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's, it's there's so many funny things." Well, we we might talk a little bit about uh, some of the the better ones from him, but uh, I did enjoy his "just pull Johnny's headband over his eyes and and he'll be fine." <laughs> like he was giving a lot of a lot of really good advice to people. Let's just put it that way.
0: Well, there you go. It's, it's, at least he's trying to be helpful.
2: Yeah, very much so. He he, you know, kind of pumped up Malcolm Bivens because he wore a Malcolm Bivens shirt once. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was, he was helping out some, and he, he, he did talk, uh, he did put a couple guys over, too, uh, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, again, we've, we've talked about it ad nauseum here, like, go follow that dude, he is too fucking good at his job.
0: So uh so I I did listen to uh WB Rundown and spoiler alert, uh, I have been, you know, conversing with you in text but right? uh, anything new any any updates on the new uh David Bixenspan feud that you got going on there, Troy? <laughs>
1: um
2: Well I, I I am still avoiding interacting with fans right now. That's probably a good idea. Um Obviously, I, I can't do any shit posting on on SC Jerk because I'm still banned for the next 54 days.
0: Uh, um, I, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure Layla <laughs> Hirsch just pulled the bunny's shoulder out of its socket. Okay, go ahead. Oh, awesome. We'll have a little more on that tomorrow. <laughs> um,
2: I uh, my ban has expired over on Squared Circle, but uh, yeah, I've again. I'm just reading. I'm just I'm just parsing through and trying to find the news at this point. Anything that's editorialized, I'm just skipping. And I'm not I'm not reading comments or anything. Um, I haven't I haven't fought with uh, with Spick and Span yet uh, since the uh, the other issues. The, the problem is. Um, some of the things he says, I'm actually like, yeah, I, I do agree with some of the things because every once in a while he'll throw out something that actually huh. isn't batshit crazy. Come on, dude.
0: (laughs) No, and... uh, You know, it's it's sort of par for the course. He... I don't know how many people are aware. As far as I understand, the way I've heard the story, uh, he actually attempted to become a writer and get hired by WWE. He is a freelance writer. That is his job. Uh, And he attempted to get hired by WWE, and they basically rejected him. So now his whole premise is to sit there and shit on everything WWE... As, to, as if to say, if I had been hired and I was there, it would have been so much better. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's that. That's the whole angle. Um, but you know, he's that 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 basically that douche trifecta you mentioned with uh, him and voices of wrestling and that that it's just it's their gimmick now. They're they're feeding their they're feeding their fan base and and you know we talked in the in the host thread about. The death threats that people that run anti AEW accounts yeah. are getting. Like it's, you, you look. I'm, I'm I I've defended Mike Bennett on this show before, and I still you know count Mike a friend. Um, I, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but uh, dude, I mean, he called WWE fans a cult, and mm-hmm. you can make that argument. You really could if you wanted to. Sure. You'd
2: be wrong, but you can make that argument.
0: There are su- there is a, there is a subsection of that oh, audience. There always is,
2: there right? Always and that, is, and that yeah.
0: I think was I I don't knowing Mike think he's trying to throw everybody that's a fan of WWE in that in that, and I think he's talking about the subset. Um, but the AEW subset is fucking scary, dude. Like off their rock are scary. So. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where Tony Khan, after, spoiler alert, after he had a uh, 50-year-old fat luchador go in there and, and fat around with Chris Jericho for a little bit, um, mm-hmm. tweeted about, oh, what a great match that was, and this will be blah, 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 and next week it's going to be Wardlow. And the first comment under that tweet was, Tony, what are you doing? You know mm-hmm. Wardlow's just going to cheat, <laughs> and MJF is going to let him get away with it. Yeah. This is what yep. we're dealing with. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's
0: the uh, they they are big with the "it's still real to me" crowd, you know. And mm-hmm. look, enjoy what you want. I've said it on the show before. I enjoy the AEW product. I am not, um, I'm not going to sit here and voraciously defend or criticize one brand over the other. Um, what I am going to tell you is that something is not right with some of these people. Yeah, so um,
2: another point in this is, so uh, a big part of like the, the, uh, the controversy that was sprouting up around the Max Caster stuff was that AEW continues to do DMCA claims for any video that is used on social media or anything like that, that makes them look bad. Uh, and they did it again. They went through, and any clip of Max Max Caster's rap got claimed by copyright. Yep. And it's AEW doing it. Yep. And we we saw um, for a little but, bit. But if that you listen
0: to the stands, it's just it's a YouTube. It's an automatic thing. They it once you once you message them, AEW <laughs> takes it out and and puts your and, and takes the strikes away. It's like motherfucker, mm. tell that to Botchamania. They needed to create a new yep. fucking channel.
2: They did. Yep, they certainly did. And uh, on Twitter, it's not an automatic thing. and That's what's happening. So a lot of these ones are getting hit. And um, anybody who knows about fair use knows that if you run a, a clip under four minutes, I think it's I think it's three or four minutes on it. But it's, if it's under that amount, it's fair use if the show is incredibly long. So using a clip that's two minutes long, from a show that's two hours long, it's fair use, and they, and mind you, notice that it's only the videos that make them look bad.
0: Yeah, all the botched <laughs> videos and yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: it's never the ones where it's like, oh, here's fucking Darby Ellen flying through the ring and, and trying to murder somebody. It's like no, those ones stay up. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was getting at with with these uh, the cultish stands is the fact that a bunch of them filed fake copyright claims against the charlotte video to try to claim that raw was doing the same thing look Raw's doing the same thing well of course WWE was like we're not doing that and all the clips went back up including their own they never they never they did not edit the charlotte client right. and the thing that was funny was just like you people do understand that we're not upset about the simone biles stuff we're upset about the Duke lacrosse rape joke and the smelly vagina of the 19-year-old joke.
0: And the fake PCR that's, tests.
2: Yeah, and the fake PCR tests. That's the stuff we're upset about. We're not upset about the Swamp Bile stuff because, first of all, he used the same joke twice in, in just, like, slightly different lines, oh. and neither one was all that that good. Oh. But it was like, it, that's nothing. And, like, Charlotte's whole thing about, like, the mental breakdown stuff and everything like that, like, again, that's, like, that's nothing. I mean... It sucks, but it's like their heels, you expect that. That stuff's fine. I don't have a problem with them trying to be topical and getting heat from it over there. It's a little cheap. Charlotte could do better. But, you know, it is what it is. No, no, no. It's the fact that you're standing there in an arena filled with people that are donating money to victims of sexual assault and making jokes about sexual assault in front of them.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And then... Now, maybe Julia Hart is really, really good at acting, but it does not seem like she's enjoying this right now. I
0: don't know, I sort of get the vibe that, like, in, in the business, behind the curtain stuff here, but, mm-hmm. like, you most reasonable, rational people will run something like that by the female performer before doing it in front of the crowd. Sure. Um, so they may have that type of relationship where they can make that joke and it's fine and it's not a problem mm-hmm. you know so I, that part bothered me less I mean it was certainly in poor taste but it certainly bothered me less than the rape joke I mean
2: see but but the thing that I think of is how how often do we hear about after the fact that people were like i I didn't feel like I could turn something down because I was worried about my job you know and a 19 year old who's Fresh on the fucking wrestling scene, never been an independent but, worker. But,
0: but what are you talking about? AEW doesn't release anybody.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> but she could easily be taken off air too and just relegated to fucking dark or not used for months like Mel. But that's what I'm saying is just like, but you, but you, why put her in that position to have to, you know, either stand up for herself and be like, no, I don't want you to talk about Eiffel Towering me? And she actually put out a tweet. The last time that they made those jokes and said my little sister watches this show, but then it quickly uh, got removed because it was like, hmm, I wonder if that was a violation of her NDA. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that that lives on the internet though. People screenshot that as like, oh look, like she she either is doing really good kayfabe wise and being like, yeah, and who knows, maybe she is. Maybe she jokes about time. Maybe she's like, yeah, I'll let you fucking Eiffel Tower me. She could be one of those people, and that's great. Yeah. But if she's not. <laughs> And she's just like if I turn this guy down, there's a chance he goes and talks to somebody and suddenly I'm not booked anymore, you know?
0: And Dude, so like you Max just feel pressure. Has that type of sway in the back? I don't know what we're fucking doing anymore.
2: He he is Tony's pet project. The team Tony, is Tony the team
0: is. Yeah. So and, and he's part of that team. But he's still <laughs> so, I mean, even the team at this point is sort of a glorified jobber team, so yeah, but also, like... He, by the way, uh, Cody, got... Cody has just entered the ring for his match with uh, Malachi Black, so by the time we're done with this show, we'll know if uh, Cody has followed through on quote-unquote not burying another brand-new superstar in AEW.
2: He's he's supposed to be God, okay? More on that later. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I just, I just would rather err on the side of caution with those kinds of things. Um, but for sure, like that, like I said, the no, no, the issue was the fact that you're bringing up the fucking Duke lacrosse thing when you're when you're doing a victims of domestic violence and sexual uh, violence to That's like,
0: that's not great, dude. You know. Um, so it. Yeah, I. The whole thing well, was was and you know what honestly anybody that listens to this show knows that neither one of us is typically gonna get offended by a joke no, um, no. We, we say some pretty off color in the in the vein of trying to make people laugh and and it's all in good fun and that's just sort of that sense of humor that you know troy's a, a slightly later generation than I am like I was I'm a little older but um, like two years <laughs> Not really how old are you uh, I am 36. Then it's more than two years. Um,
2: anyway, uh, so you don't look a day over thirty-seven, sir.
0: Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I'll 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 kiss you in a special place later. <laughs> um, so, but but so personally, did I get offended by the joke? No, I don't get offended by humor. I, I yeah. very rarely do. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a difference between was I offended by it and was it in poor taste? Yeah, it was absolutely poor taste. Yeah.
2: I can, so we, we kind of talked about, or, or we, we hadn't talked about it on air or like that, but after the fact, Tony Khan turning around and being like, oh, I wasn't in Gorilla. I was off producing a segment for Dynamite. And it's like, okay, so now you're not you're not owning up to the fact that like it's your show, it's your responsibility. Now you're throwing Max Caster under the bus, or you're throwing the editor under the bus right. by being like, oh no, it was their fault. And then to turn around and be like, oh, well, now I'll be doing the editing. It's like, so you fired somebody then, right? Because you had an editor for the show, because (sighs) clearly you did. So you (sighs) fired somebody,
0: right? Yeah, that's a whole mess. Yeah. But on top of that, it's just like, isn't
2: this supposed to be your performance center? Why aren't you watching the talent? They don't Don't have have a
0: performance center, (laughs) Fred. They wear that like a badge of honor as they totally... because they years say, off of wrestlers' careers.
2: Yeah, because they say that dark is that, and then he'd for him to turn around and be like, "I'm not going to watch this match. Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> like, but uh, but again, it's like it's like okay, that's all well and good if it's a live show though. You had six days from when this was taped to when it aired, right? And never took a look at it, never mm-hmm. watched it once to be to give your like final stamp of approval. You couldn't find any time in six days. To do it and after you already knew all that backlash that that Charlotte got you still had a couple of days so you had a day i think from the Charlotte stuff to maybe go back and be like wait wasn't there something that Caster said about that to then go back and listen to the whole thing and be like oh wait a second no no i fully believe that he is bullshitting and he has signed off on it cuz he's even like oh i go over max's raps with them it's like okay, so what, he slid one past the goalie on you there? Uh, yeah. Like, he, he changed it before going out? Possible? Yes. I was like, no, I feel like he was, Tony was like, yeah, Attitude Era is back, we're making jokes about stinky vaginas. And then everyone, like, got upset about it. He's like, why is everyone upset?
0: <laughs> it's just that that whole process. But we, we could spend two hours discussing that, but, you know, that's what we have AEW Rundown for, and I look forward yeah. to you... Uh, going there and, and ripping that apart this week.
2: Oh, uh, I, I for sure will. And, and my question <laughs> will be, wait, didn't Sammy Guevara get, get suspended for something he said a couple of years ago, but Max Caster, no, not suspended?
0: I mean, this also All is a company that glorified and brought in Mike Tyson. So, I mean, you know.
2: And Don Callis.
0: And Don Callis is still employed there and on, mm. on a regular basis. Yep. Although they did an elite segment this week and he wasn't there. I, I don't know if that's related to anything, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm.
2: They still released a picture of him with the rest of the guys, though, okay. today. So, um, And you also do have uh, Dave Meltzer, who has also had a couple of things in the past where he's been kicked out of the backstage wrestling areas.
0: Yeah, And was- of course, let's not even get into the the kinship between some of the EVPs and Jason Rance, but... Um, Continued. They're paying him. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We, <laughs> yeah. we could we could go into that all day. If you don't know the story of Chase and Rance, go Google it. And, no, no, uh,
2: no. Get drunk first because yeah, you're not please. you're not going to feel good about yourself no. after reading it. No, you won't. No. Then go and read about it. Don't get too drunk that you don't remember it. But take take the edge off a little bit because it's not a fun story. And that guy's still walking free and working in the business. Yep. I am I am fully shocked that the fourth labor of Jericho wasn't a match against Joey Ryan, personally. Because they had their buddy-buddies yeah, with him, man. too. What, did they just announce that?
0: Sorry, no, no, go ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah. So, so the, uh... I, I'm going to play a spoiler here, uh... Because by the time this, this airs, most of you will, if you've either seen it, read the results, or if you're reading this, know that there's a spoiler coming here and hit the forward button. But, um, and I know Troy doesn't care about spoilers, but, so uh, the Aleister Black and Cody Rhodes match uh, ended with a ref stoppage. He hit the black mass. There was no three count. There was no submission. So technically Alistair Black wins, but in mm-hmm. such a way that Cody doesn't have to actually take a loss. Yep. Oh, as with the what last What kind of horse shit is this? If WWE pulled this shit, they would be lambasted on television on, on, on the internet the next day. Let's not let's not this forget that. that This will be told is great booking leading towards a pay-per-view rematch.
2: Let's not forget about oh. the fact that Cody lost a match by somebody throwing in the towel.
0: Yeah, no, I know, I know. So <laughs> I know. It's like, how many different ways can we find for Cody to lose a match without having to actually get beaten? Anyway, all right, moving on. Let's talk some news because there are only a couple quick items here. Um, As we unfortunately know, uh, COVID-19 in our country currently spiking. uh, Numbers up everywhere uh, for the most part uh, with the new variants that are floating around, and that has led to a change in policies as many places that had been unmasked uh, or or had removed mask mandates uh, have decided to either bring them back or implement them. And that includes, and I mentioned this last week on the show because we weren't sure how it was going to play out, but Nevada instituted a mask mandate, and as of today, the press release uh, was issued saying Allegiant Stadium takes the health and safety of its guests, employees, and staff very seriously. In response to rising COVID-19 cases and in accordance with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and State of Nevada Emergency Directive 047, all individuals, regardless of vaccination status, must wear a face mask while inside the stadium. The state of Nevada and CDC do not currently require proof of vaccination to attend events. Allegiant Stadium's COVID-19 protocols are subject to change as additional information is discovered or provided by the state of Nevada and the CDC. Individual events held at Allegiant Stadium may also implement heightened COVID-19 protocols, so please read all correspondence regarding an individual event carefully. So, SummerSlam is going to be fully masked.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's not where it stops, because if you've been following the news at all, you'd be aware that New York City has implemented a policy that regardless of PCR tests, regardless of masks, proof of vaccination must be given to attend any indoor activities, including dining out, uh, attending a gym. Uh, This will also affect the Madison Square Garden show that WWE has for SmackDown on September 10th. Uh, that was the guidelines for that from Madison Square Garden read guests will need to be fully vaccinated for WWE's Friday Night Smackdown at the Garden meaning the event must be at least 14 days after your final vaccine dose the only exception is for children under the age of 16 who may provide proof of a negative antigen or PCR COVID test or full mm-hmm. vaccination and are accompanied by a vaccinated adult obviously some kids in certain places not eligible for vaccines yet but um, yep. The only real question left at this point is the AEW, sorry, uh, September 22nd Grand Slam event in Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens. Uh, As of now, there is no mask mandate. However, uh, the quote given to uh, Andrew Zarin was additional guidance will be provided soon regarding outdoor stadiums. Many, if not most, have indoor portions, which would make them fall under the definition of indoor dining slash entertainment. So we'll see what happens with the Dynamite in Queens, which is the rumored location for Daniel Bryan's debut for AEW, but we'll see if that happens or anything. But that is the rumor that that's where he'll make his debut. So, um It'll be interesting to see. I, I guess I'm glad. I'd rather see masks and safety in place um, and avoid having to go back to a Thunderdome. You know what I mean?
1: Mm hmm.
2: I know that, uh, you know, Vin said that he was ready if they needed to be to return to the Thunderdome. Uh, he doesn't want to, obviously. And I think that. He'll he'll just go ahead and forego having it be a sellout in order to have the fans there for uh, at Allegiant Stadium. You know, so
0: far no 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 restrictions on attendance so far. We should be clear right. on that. Yep. Nothing on that yet.
2: Um. So yeah, we will. Yeah, like you said, we'll see about uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium because they seem to also be going in that direction. Um. And we also know that Cody said he's there ready to return just to Daly's Place and do the show there, which. If I'm Spoiler Daniel Bryan, doing tonight. yeah. Uh, if I'm Daniel Bryan, I'm gonna go. Yeah, you know what? You can hold me off a little bit longer then, because there's there's no way you have him come back for like two thousand people, right? Oh my like God, you breaking you news,
1: need. Troy.
0: What? I do I don't know. He talked for about ten minutes after he lost, but uh, Cody talked for about ten minutes, and now he's pulling off his boots and leaving them in the ring. So clearly, Cody's retiring. He's going away
2: to film that terrible Go Big show.
0: Oh, no, he just got laid out by uh, Malachi Black again. Okay.
2: Did you happen to see uh, the Rampage announce team?
0: No, I have not.
2: Well, hold on to your boots. I can already assure you I will not be on this episode of AEW. Uh, The Rampage announce team for their first episode Friday, August 13th is Mark Henry, Excalibur, Chris Jericho and Taz. That's awful. That is awful. How are you going to have those three guys all talk? And then Excalibur's also going to be doing play-by-play. You have four people on the announce team. Jericho, who never shuts the fuck up. Taz, who almost never shuts the fuck up. Like, none of them are going to get an opportunity to really show what they can do, right?
0: And Jericho, who is only interested in talking about himself and how right. everything relates to him. So, all right, yeah. enough about AEW. That show's over now. We can settle into NXT. Um, anyway, uh, one piece of news from the weekend that you guys didn't really get into on on uh, WWE Rundown this week, but could potentially be a big deal in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, many people had been led to believe, and it had been reported, that Adam Cole's WWE-slash-NXT contract was set to expire in the year 2024. Uh, it came to light over the weekend after a report, first from Wrestling Inc., followed by one from Fightful Select, that Adam Cole's contract actually expired prior to the Great American Bash. Uh, he worked with them on a short-term extension, and his current deal will expire immediately following SummerSlam weekend. This, of course, has led many to speculate that, well, his longtime girlfriend is a pretty big star over in AEW, and maybe he's uh, he's looking to head out to greener pastures. Um, I'm sure you have a lot to say about this, Troy, because I know you're very opinionated on these types of matters, uh, when people say, so-and-so should just go to AEW. So, uh, so have at it. Uh, what are your thoughts on Adam Cole? By the way, we should also point out Um, apparently as this came to light around the same time, they officially parted ways with Canyon Seaman leading Mm -hmm. a lot of people to believe the Alistair Black 30 day out clause in his non-compete was a big problem for them related to Canyon Seaman. And this particular thing might've been the backbreaker because the story is that most of the higher ups were like most of us under the assumption that he was signed till 2024 and yep. Seaman had given them incorrect information. So,
2: Yeah, it sounds like he sucked to his job. Pretty <laughs> so, much, yes. So not a, not a shock that he got fired. Of course, you I'm know, Shocked Brian that he lasted
0: it. as long as he did, to be completely honest with you.
2: Well, I mean, you know, Alvarez was annoyed that he got fired because he thinks that nobody should ever lose their job, even if they're terrible at it. Um, which well, is why mouth. he still has a job. Yep.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, so the fact that they extended his contract i already heard that he agreed to extend his contract and he's not exactly doing, I mean, he's, he's got this feud with Kyle, but like they could have ended to that. He could have gone. I feel like it, he's just negotiating with them.
0: Yeah. so um, there's, there's basically two ways to look at this, right? You mm. could say guys who want to leave, don't do an ex- a short term extension. No, they're going to sit there and say, well, my contract's up. I'm out. See you later, yep. bitches. Um, The other side of it is, he is very close and very good friends with Kyle. And, you know, there is the part that says, listen, he wants Kyle to get the payoff of that program and really get him over on his way out the door. And we've seen that before. We've seen both of those cases before. Um, So which one we have here, I don't know. My guess, if I had to put smart money on it, if gun to my head, you're telling me, tell me what's happened, I think he stays in WWE. I don't think he wants Mm -hmm. to go to a place where his girlfriend is already in a, a bigger established act than he is.
2: Yeah. Well, and I I talked about it before, because everyone is like fantasy booking Charlotte and AEW. Like, it's misogynistic to continue to be like, oh, the women are always going to follow their men to another company like that. That's true. Um, but the, uh, the, you know, the same can be said about, not that it's misogynistic, obviously, but the same can be said about always being like, oh, everyone wants to work at the same company for each other. No, a lot of the times wrestlers actually don't want to do that because then they both could be big stars and they're not linked together. You know? Yeah. Like, Naomi is forever linked to uh, to Jimmy Uso. Like, she can't get away from it, you know? You
0: had to stop and think of which Uso she's married to. I did. Yeah, I did. Time. Yep,
2: I did. <laughs> because I, I was watching, spoiler alert, I was watching Total Divas because I wasn't sure what's was going on or anything like that. They don't call them by their, 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 their uh, work names. So I always have to think about it because even because their regular names are so close to their fucking shooting, you know, yeah, their work John. names. So. It's John, yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah. So, like, I, to me, that feels like, you know, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Then we don't. Then they also well, don't have to deal with the politics of being in a relationship in the same company too.
0: So you say that there, it's it's different depending on different couples because. Yeah. There are people that will tell you honestly they'd prefer to be in the same company because then they have the same travel schedules and they sure. they can be together and they don't have to be on the road at different times in different towns and sure you know, um, there are some that are married that value that time away from home mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've definitely heard that from some people too so um, right. you know who knows I, we'll see I think Adam Cole his star will shine brightly wherever he is I do think mm. that that. Push for him. He still has a lot to do in WWE. He still has a main roster run in him. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So I, I'd be surprised if he left. That's just my gut feeling. I have no inside info on this. I don't know anything about what's going on. My j- just my gut instinct. My outside opinion is that he's going to end up staying in NXT or WWE. Well,
2: to to me, I think of it as as there's a possibility, and there's a ton of possibilities, but there's a possibility that him doing this extension is like. I'll extend my NXT contract until TakeOver 36, and then we'll talk about that main roster contract, because that'll be my write-off of NXT, is losing to Kyle at 36. And see, then
0: that's, that's yeah. what I think happens. They do the loss at 36 mm-hmm. in the main event. Yep. We do the whole Adam Cole farewell. He thanks the fans. He waves goodbye. Yep. We go off the air like, Oh my God, Kyle, he, Adam Cole's gone!
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then the next night on Monday Night Raw... Yep he appears and attacks somebody, or on right. SmackDown, whenever. But yeah, I, th- I exactly. think that's yeah. the move. Yeah, I think I think, I think so they're going to capitalize on this uncertainty mm-hmm. with an angle.
2: Yeah. I feel like we would have already heard... I feel like we've heard a lot of guys are like, this guy is going to be gone after his contract is out, and we haven't heard that from Cole Right. You know, we haven't really heard those kinda of things. All we've heard is like speculation, like his contract is done at some time, you know? But we haven't really heard like he's already made the decision he's gone kind of thing. Right. So to me, yeah, I think I think he's got a big payday coming his way yeah. from WWE because I think that they do. They look at him as a guy. I mean, look at how well he was booked when he when they did the invasion angle, right. you know.
0: Well, you uh, can say that about Keith Lee too, so
2: Keith Lee, I think, that they're rebuilding on some of the things that took place in, in the past couple of months. With but him, he lost
0: so. a match, Troy.
2: <laughs> he, he lost a match, that he looked really good in his last match. Um,
0: By the way, yeah. I don't know whatever. He supposedly says he's going to come out and tell us what the story was ultimately at mm-hmm. some point. But whatever it was, I, I still lean towards a health issue because he put on some weight while he was away. Not only did Not
2: only did he put on some weight, he looked like he wasn't able to work out. Right. Because his, his cardio was down, right? And I was like, okay, that's not a thing of like him still working out and just not being used over that. That felt right. like he's got some kind of issue that's yeah. making it that he can't keep up with his cardio. Yeah, so I, f-
0: I feel like ultimately that's what we're gonna find out it was, but yeah,
2: who knows? And I and I feel like if he had severe concussion sy- syndromes the syndrome, that that's a reason why he wouldn't be able to work out, you know, <laughs> or do do at least do the cardio stuff. So. Um, We'll see, though. I don't want to speculate it because, you know, it very easily could be anything for that matter, doesn't seem like it was anything in terms of, like, torn ligaments or anything like that. It could be he
0: caught a whiff of Julia Hart. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) See? I laugh at that. um, Call back! No. Obviously, Um, I'm mocking. I'm mocking, folks. Please understand. Um, First of all,
2: that girl is a beautiful woman, and I'm sure she has a lovely vagina. Yeah. no, I, uh, like i said to, to me of course everyone's gonna sit there and fantasy book it and be like he's gonna be but the problem is is like there there are too many cooks in the kitchen at AEW at this point there's they're so crowded at the top you know and there's such a drop-off between their their guys that are constantly main event talents and everyone else and i feel like it's it's infinitely harder for cole to break through in AEW than it would be for him to be pushed on the main roster or even to stay in nxt
0: i mean we were chatting before the show like christian is yeah you know feuding with fucking blade yeah. i mean like and and this company is about to get daniel bryan and cm punk theoretically so yeah. where does adam cole fit in that I mean, I, don't, I mean big signing on Sting he stands in the corner during Darby <sighs> Allin's matches like no other person yep. could um, but you know I don't know whatever I, we'll see what happens whatever makes Adam Cole happy whatever is the best deal for him and his you know what, the things he values more good for him I hope he's happy yeah. I'm, I'm not going to shit on anybody for going to AEW you're not going to hear that on this show from me at least um, I want all the boys and girls in, in the business to end up Wherever they're going to be happiest, and if it's not in WWE, if it's not in AEW, whatever. If it's just running the roads on the indies, go for it. Do do whatever makes you guys happy.
1: Yeah,
2: I to me personally, it seems like um, the people that are in NXT, the people that are in WWE, like there's still a lot of dream matches that I'm There's still him versus Seth Rollins. You know, there's still. Um, obviously you know like Samoa Joe's back now like they could easily have Cole versus Joe for another it's, run you know
0: it's funny that you said Seth Rollins because I was like when you go back and watch that whole Daniel Bryan had to retire thing mm. one of the big moments backstage was him and Seth Rollins embracing and crying and saying like I just by the time I got here I just never got to have that big solo program with them that he want." They still never did. He came back Uh-oh. for like three years, and they never fucking did it. It's crazy. Now, Grant, I think Seth was on Raw for most of that time yes, while Daniel was on SmackDown. That's what I was thinking
2: too. Yeah, and and when he came back, it was like Daniel was already in the thing with Roman, and right. Seth was doing his thing with Cesaro. So, right. but yeah, I I hear you on that. Um, um, yeah. So, but we'll see. Obviously, right. I mean, it's it's only a couple weeks away. Yep. So. We'll, well, we'll know pretty quickly,
0: for sure. But uh, that's it for the news. I got nothing else. So, uh, all right, let's, let's discuss NXT.
2: All right, WWE NXT from what is it now? August. Yeah, <laughs> August third. Uh, so, since USA's app is complete. hold on
0: one second before we talk about it, because you said August, it brought this up tonight go check out anthony green's timeline Mm -hmm. go watch his return this past week to limitless wrestling i gotta tell you i've watched that thing probably 20 times right now first time i watched it i had tears in my eyes um it was the very definition of why i love working independent wrestling Mm -hmm. um the love that those fans have for him and the look on his face—you could see that was the love he needed after everything he's been through, um, and, and there was a genuine appreciation both ways between performer and fans. And it's that special connection that you don't get on WWE. You don't even get it on AEW. That's the type of thing you only get with indie promotions. Uh, and it was—it was just fucking special. And uh, I don't think I've really been on much since AG got released, um, but i said in a tweet that same day and i stand by it to this day uh if if anthony green is not what wwe is looking for then wwe is looking for the wrong things um because he's the hardest working kid i know he's creative as all hell um he's great in the ring he's his ability to reinvent himself on the fly is, is unparalleled um so i wish him nothing but success i'm sure this is not the end for him and the greatest example is Tommaso Ciampa got released from NXT, yep. and then found his way back there and turned into a superstar. So it's it's not the ending; it's just the beginning. But but anyway, uh, go check out his Twitter page. I, I don't, at I think it might still be at RetroAG. I'm not sure, but um, in any event, go check it out. Check out the clip from Limitless Wrestling of his return to the building. Uh, it was set up beautifully by Limitless too. Uh, the month before they'd run a show where his music played and one of their heels came out pretending to be him i guess uh dancing to his music so then his music hits and the fans you see them stand but you see them stand sort of cautiously bracing themselves like not sure if it's really him or if it's not Mm -hmm. and then he breaks through the curtain and it is an absolute eruption and it was it was special
2: uh, so he actually is now alternative underscore AG.
0: Okay, I don't know if he had changed the Twitter handle yet. So. Yep,
2: yep. Because that, uh, that is his new gimmick. He is the alternative, Anthony Green. Uh, reliable to undeniable. Right.
0: And if you haven't seen his video where he tries to say August, and it gets bleeped out. It's yes. yeah, brilliant.
2: <laughs> Great. Great work. The guy is... So creative. He's, he is exactly what you look for in a wrestler. And yeah, I I don't get it. But maybe maybe it was too soon. Maybe it was the wrong time, you know. And and maybe they'll they'll look at it down the line, and and he'll catch fire, and then WWE will come back crawling, and then he'll be able to cash it big.
0: Anyway, oh, we shall see.
2: yeah. Uh, so I I was uh, uh, as always. I continue to have issues with uh, USA's app on Android. Um, for whatever reason, I cannot watch. Anything live on the app, it just keeps loading. Um, and when I tried to watch NXT the next day, same thing, So it kept loading. Uh, now, thankfully, because USA Network is owned and, and and is owned by a company and that owns a bunch of other ones, I was also able to get it on the Sci-Fi app. <laughs> so. I watched on the Sci-Fi app, which is set up exactly the same as USA, just with a different skin to it, and it worked just fine. Don't know what the fuck is wrong with USA's app. I have deleted it. I have cleared the cachet on it. I've done everything possible to figure out what the fuck is wrong with it, and it was. Their Roku app is perfect. Uh, don't have, I, don't, I don't have any problems with that, but I can't plug my Roku in it at work,
1: uh,
2: so I need, to, <laughs> I need to be able to watch it. So anyways... Um, we start the show with a recap of Dakota Kai kicking Raquel in the back, then O'Reilly attacking Adam Cole. uh, we get some more Joe and Cross, and we get Index setting up the match for tonight. We start the show and Hit Row arrive.
0: And can I just say, it's so refreshing and nice to be on an episode of NXT Rundown with somebody who appreciates Hit Row the way I do.
2: <laughs> I, I was hoping that you you enjoyed my shout out last night to the fact that that you talked about how Hit Row was so good. It's like, yeah, because. It's actual black people that can rap. Yes. <laughs> it's not white guys doing rapping or Max Caster making rape jokes. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: But more on that. Well according look. to Ginger they can't rap, but
2: Well, I think they can look. but more than just that it's the look too. Yeah. First of all, they look like a cohesive unit. There's, there's and, a
0: swagger to this group that mm, just makes it feel real.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, this match is Ashanti, the Adonis, and Top Dollar. Top dollar. And they're joined by B Fab and Swerve. Um, they will be taking on Raul Mendoza and Joaquim Wild from Legado del Fantasma. Uh, Santos arrives first, then Raul and Wild flank him. Both squads face off with each other before the match starts, and the refs, for some reason, rings the bell, despite the fact that there's all four guys in the ring, and they just attack each other. Like, wait until there's just two people in the ring, dude. <laughs> like, you knew what was going to happen. Uh, Dala and Ashante bump them both outside, and Vic says, Scott attacks Mendoza! But, Isaiah, Scott is not in the match, so he did not. It's racist, dude. Uh... <laughs> Raul gets back into the match, but a chop from Ashanti, uh, then he DDTs him. Ashanti whips in a crossbody, and Wild takes in. Top Dala takes in, and No Sells a slap from Wild. Dala lifts him up with one hand, but Wild fights back, and then Dala drops him, and then lifts him again with one hand. I liked this kind of show of strength that he wouldn't let go of the hand and yep. uh, just kind of drug him around the ring I thought that was really good top dollar is is not um the farthest along in his wrestling abilities no. yet but he is do- they are so, doing a really good job of hiding his limitations
0: and he's one of those dudes who for his size moves mm-hmm. really really well um his shit is quick he's not slow mm-hmm. his cardio seems pretty good mm-hmm. um I love his, I, I mentioned last week, I love the gear, I love the basketball shorts and the, the mm-hmm. velour look to him. It's, I, I would maybe prefer to not have the tights on underneath the shorts, but sure. that's just a small nitpick. Um, sure. But yeah, no, I'm I'm all in on top dollar. I think the guy's got a future.
2: Yeah, and you know, his background in football, I think, helps a lot with, um, because he was a defensive lineman and, and a linebacker. I think that helps with a lot of like the the agility, you know, because they, they, they that those positions need to be agile. So, um, my, shot favorite to take... thing,
0: my favorite thing yeah. might have been like I think it was last week listening to NXT rundown, and or two weeks ago when I wasn't on, and and they're running through like his <laughs> AJ Francis and like holy shit, he played for the Patriots. He was like like this is going on about all these teams. He played like no, the dude's a legit NFL player. Yeah. Like,
2: I was I was a little saddened that Sal didn't know AJ Francis considering <laughs> he played for his team. It was like, yeah. dude, I knew the guy I, I, and he, he never played sad, for him. I mean, you don't
0: know every you know offensive lineman doesn't necessarily stand out or whatever, but
2: yeah, but he he was legit a really good player for the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, yeah so sure.
0: like a lot of people don't know Moose was a player for the Patriots. That's true.
2: Yeah. Well, I, part of that is because. His name is Wuga, whatever it is. So it's like, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's it's the same good thing where it's like, oh, yeah, that's right, Bill Goldberg played for the Falcons for a little bit. He's
0: pretty good at football. He's not as good at football as he is throwing women downstairs, but he's pretty good at football.
2: You know. Wild gets chopped off the top rope, and the top dollar chops him. Shanta takes in and gets whipped into Wild, but Wild elbows him. Dollar grabs him and swings him upside down, so Ashanti can drop kick him.
0: So that was that, that was one of my favorite spots because he was going for like that head scissor takeover.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And as as he spins around, uh, Wild is going for it, I should say, and as he spins Top Dollar around, like fucking Ashanti is just right there on point with a drop kick to his to uh, Wild's face as he turns around. It was a really well timed, really creative mm-hmm. spot I haven't seen before. I liked it. Yeah.
2: Vic proceeds to call Wild Mendoza because he's bad at his job. And racist. They're different skin tones. <laughs> and, and one of them has the name
0: Wild huge written on his ass. <laughs> Listen, prior, prior to currently, if you called one Uso the other one, I could give you a pass on that a little bit. Because <laughs> um, they they're twins. Not, right. twi- not I mean, fraternal twins, but they right? look identical. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they have different hair colors. No fucking excuses, guys. Oh. Um, but... <laughs> These yeah to to mix these two up is a little silly. Yeah, and like
2: Ashante and Scott have different hair colors too. <laughs> even if you even if he was really quickly going through, but also like they're wearing vastly different outfits too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Escobar distracts the ref, but they don't do anything illegal, so that was useless. Uh, back from break, and Ashante has a large black anus painted on the inside of his trunks, uh, right on his crotch. It's weird. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like a big star, like right on his crotch. Okay. You must you must have missed it, it he, when he came back right. from break. When they came back from break, he was in a headlock Contrary and his legs were belief, spread. I
0: don't spend a lot of time pecker checking during wrestling, so he was spread
2: eagle in a headlock. He's wearing bright red pants and there's a big black fucking star right on his gooch. I'm gonna notice it. Sorry. Uh, bam. Mendoza drives Ashante to the corner and tags in wild. They keep hitting corner elbows and taking each other in. Uh, then finally, Mendoza hits a moonsault for two. Mendoza gets drop kicked and tags in wild as top Dala takes in. Dala hits a running knee, then Sidebox slams wild. Dala rolls up. And gets hit by a chair by Escobar. So hit roll win via DQ. Ten fucking minutes to end in a DQ.
0: But before he hit him with a chair, we were asked that age old question, who hotter than Top Dollar? That's true. <laughs> true, would you like to tell everyone the answer to that question? That would be nobody. Uh Nada.
2: <laughs> Nada. Um he he had a couple of top lines actually throughout his match that I thought were kind of funny. Uh, he he definitely has gone to that like Stone Cold Kevin Owens school of never shutting the fuck up in a match, which is great.
0: Talker. Well, yeah, that's what I, they do in the NFL. They should talk I, I, the entire time. So yes, and I love sense. it
2: because it, because you're you're gonna you know you're gonna pick shit up on the mics. So why not put yourself over by fucking just laying into your opponent? You know. All right. So before we get into the next part, thoughts on the match?
0: I thought it was good. I liked that they, they had some really memorable good spots. Uh, without giving away too much, they left something on the table for a match down the road. Um, yeah, I liked it. Oh, yeah. I I don't mind a DQ finish in that situation because you're setting up a long term angle here. Sure,
2: sure. Um. Yeah, the the only... I'm, I'm just a little burned out on the fuck finishes, uh, but in this case, it makes sense. Yeah. But the problem is, all the other cases that didn't make sense kind of yeah. hamper that, yeah, you know? Yeah, fair, fair. So, uh, but I like the match. Um, good timing and good camera work to not even know that Escobar was back there with the chair. Yeah. So you just kind of hear the clang, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, I mean... Um, we sort of talked about the fact that this this crew could go for the tag team titles, go for the North American title,
0: and go for the women's
2: title. So well, We don't
0: know. I, I We don't know if B-Fab is... I mean, she's made no inclinations towards wrestling at this point. So
2: True, true. We know she is a wrestler. right? But, yeah, she, we haven't seen her... Uh, actually
0: she, we up. know she was signed to the Performance Center. She worked a match, didn't she? I don't think so.
2: Hold on. I seem to re- recall back when she was not be fab
0: i mean uh, maybe but i don't i remember her being in the crowd for a lot of raws and during the uh
2: yep yeah, she is uh, she's worked eight matches okay so
0: all so she's got more than julia Hart. So yes
2: she's, um all take matches except for one of them and they and none of them were televised that was the thing I knew she had worked them because I remember them remember seeing them show in ring work of her so
0: so take that aew they took the person who's not ready for television yet but has a great look and put her in a role where she doesn't have to wrestle
2: well I mean AEW yes. took aew took a woman that doesn't know how to wrestle and then she proceeded to you know. Get hurt in practice because she yeah. was trying to do too much. So no, 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 yeah.
0: no, 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 no. Nobody gets hurt in practice. It's, it's true. Nobody should be practicing unless they're, yeah, you know, training. And this a new, brand new talent. Well, on, no experienced talent should be training. Troy, that's,
2: According course, Brian
0: Alvarez. That's yep. how. You, it's it's shocking that people get hurt doing that. Yes.
2: All right. So after the match, uh, Santos drives a chair into Sorv's chest, and then he yanks his grill out. Love it. They uh, place a chair around his neck, but Top Dalla yanks him out.
0: And then, while Lagadimpol Den Del
2: Fantasma is standing in the ring, B-Fab hits Mendoza with a chair.
0: <laughs> That's a bad t- chair shot. It wasn't
2: even a good one. Uh, it wasn't a good one, but I did like the fact that it was like, oh, she remember? They forgot all about her because yeah. she doesn't do anything. It's like now she did something. Yeah. Uh, but Top Dollar comes running in with a double dropkick to Wild and Escobar. That looked good. Yeah. Um Yeah. Ashante takes out Wilder, then Escobar runs away.
0: Okay, so I hated that.
2: You didn't like them getting their, their heat back right away.
0: No, uh, and I'll tell you why. Let's keep this going. Let's let Legato stand tall over them this week, mm-hmm. and then let's yeah. let's give Hitro the comeback story later. Because yeah. if if everything Legato tries, Hitro has an answer for, I have no reason to care about this match. Mm-hmm. Give me a reason to believe that Legato is a dangerous challenge to them. So, sure,
2: fair enough. I get you.
0: You had him laying. There was no reason to do the comeback. Just have have hit row laid out for this episode, and then they come back later.
2: Sure. No, I mean I, that makes sense. Yeah. William Regal walks up with a bunch of security, local talents. And they surround Samoa Joe, and Regal says the local talent is here to make sure nothing happens between Joe and Cross until takeover 36.
0: Did Regal just provoke him?
2: I feel like he provoked him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We cut to see Dexter Loomis drawing erotic pictures of Indy, and then uh, we cut over to Ridge Holland arriving for his match. I didn't think you had anything to say about the Dexter Loomis pictures.
0: No, there was a video cap recap of Rich Holland's return, too, in there. But that yeah. uh,
2: he's flanked by Oni and Pete. Uh, he is... <laughs> Sorry, let me rephrase that. Uh, the person that is going to be murdered tonight, Ikaminjiro, is in the ring. <laughs> Fair enough. First of all, he gets a job rentrance. Yes. Second of all, he's against Rich Holland. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Rich grabs Jiro by the head, then uppercuts him. Holland puts on a sleeper, but Eikeman chin breaker's out of it. Jiro gets some strikes to the face, but Holland catches him and then just chucks him outside.
0: Holland oh, then Joel, sh- yes. you're he so he catches him, places mm-hmm. him on the top rope, and yeah. then puts pushes him to the floor. He hit the apron in in a way that Ginger would only describe as oh, gross.
2: <laughs> That's true. <sighs> Yeah,
0: and then he pounces him like eight feet in the air into the boards.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, and, it was, and you, yeah, you, into, you, you, you instantly are like, oh, that's why he's in this match, Kinda. right? Yeah, because <laughs> exactly. he can get thrown around the, around the ring.
0: But then when he gets uh, back in the ring, mm-hmm. um, you'll see we had Ridge Holland rips off Ikiman's uh, rips off Ikiman's jacket. Mm. And at that point, I can only assume only Lorkin has flashbacks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, funny too. Jacket, because uh, that was when Kevin Owens was like, "Not the jacket." <laughs> <laughs> so even he was like, Dumped.
0: "No, no, no." I can only assume he said it, not the jacket.
2: Probably he's he's a Biff fan.
0: God, we need we need we need fucking Jeff back. Nobody can do that line like him. That's true.
2: Jira <laughs> uh, gets caught in a double underhook suplex as the crowd chants, "You suck." Holland hits another double underhook suplex, and then he yells 10 months at Jiro. Motherfucker, Jiro wasn't even on TV 10 months ago when you got hurt. He definitely, and the guy that hurt you is ringside. (laughs) Um, Holland hits the planted center of the ring and wins. (sighs) Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I was not told that that was the name of that move. I was told it was planted center of the ring. Mm
0: Uh-huh. I don't know that he has a name for it. It's just a old school driver. Yeah. But um, I thought this was a beautiful squash. This is exactly what they should have been.
2: Yeah, because even, even the offense Jiro got just seemed to annoy Holland, and that's the way you want it to look. Where it's like, he's just he's just pissed now. You're just making yeah. him matter.
1: <laughs> and
0: then I look at this and I'm like, how much how awesome could this be with Pat McAfee as his mouthpiece though?
2: Oh, I know. God. That's that's the only thing it's like it's it's a trade-off, you know, but it's one I'll take because he's so good on SmackDown. And you if, know, on if, the family if Pat McAfee
0: does nothing else the rest of his life, the gif of him sitting on Michael Cole's head will live on forever. Yeah. That might be he's... my favorite moment of SmackDown in the last decade.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's having a lot of fun, and and I, I hope that we don't lose him anytime soon. All right. Uh, Holland trucks Jiro outside and grabs a shit... Uh, the three men then stand tall, and Pete says, Everyone is a man until a real man steps in the room. Master Champa thought he was a real man, and then Ridge Holland stepped up to him. Timothy Thatcher is about to get his remaining teeth knocked out, and it's going to be really difficult to pick them up with broken fingers. And the three most dangerous men in NXT are right here. A better Pete Dunn promo...
0: Much better yeah. than his last few, yes.
2: Yep, and we've been having, yeah. I, I liked the visual of Timothy Thatcher trying to pick up his teeth with broken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that to The fact that Rich Holland had that much catastrophic damage to both legs and is not only back in 10 months, but seems to show no signs that he ever missed yeah. any time.
0: No, that doesn't it's, look like he skipped
2: leg day either, which is crazy. No, it is insane how that guy just, like, it's like, you just eat a fucking senzu bean and you're fine? Yeah. Like, what the fuck happened
0: to you? Like, ate a mushroom. Yeah. yeah, it
2: was. it's just insane. And like I said, I was really big on Rich Holland when he yeah. debuted. I love the song. I love the look. The, the in-ring is on point for somebody who has only been wrestling for, what, Two years, I think, is he's been training. I
0: he's has... a pro rugby player. I
2: don't know, but... yeah, yeah, he has not been working that long. Uh, so yeah, the fact that he's this far along, it's like, oh yeah, like it, this this guy definitely has a future in the business if he wants to continue, which I don't see any signs that he doesn't. So
1: yeah.
2: Uh, so uh, Luke Menzies is his real name. Um, oh, we've, he, we've had fun
0: with that name on this show before. So.
2: Well, of course, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. 2016, he started training under Marty Jones. Okay. Um, and and then in 2000, Marty Jannetty. Yep. And then 2018 was when he uh, he got signed. So he actually has been wrestling longer than I thought he has been. But still, yeah, he looks great. So and he's only 33, so definitely has a long long future
0: ahead of him. <laughs> I'll, I'll thought my favorite reaction to the Nick Gage-Chris Jericho match last week was that Nick Gage is what would have happened if Marty had gotten the push. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go. So. Yep. Um,
2: dinner, this, dinner time is with Frankie Monet, Robert Stone, and Jessica Mayhem. I constantly forget how fucking tall Jessica Mayhem is until she's standing next to people. True. Uh, Stone tries to talk, but Frankie cuts him off and gives him stink face. Monet says the loss last week was Stone's fault because he was the one who tried to interfere and it fucked them over. Stone and Jesse are losers. I can't I can't dispute that. Nope. Uh, but she says if this is going to work, the team needs to be remade in her image. She then fucks off and they follow. Thankfully, no dog. Um, and a better promo from Frankie than we've seen. Still not... Still not quite there yet for me. I, I
0: she's, feel like she's sort of still finding this character.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, it'll take a little while.
2: Yeah. She she clearly wants it to be different than the tie of Valkyrie character, which right. is good. Yep. So yeah, but it's so, got
0: hints of tie of Valkyrie. I mean, cl- yeah. it, we're setting up for Robert Stone to be her new Johnny Bravo. You know, pretty
2: much. Yeah. 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 But uh with the avid caveat that Jessica May is there, which I guess would be her rosemary.
0: I guess, yeah.
2: If you if you want to go that far, but Jessica May is not interesting enough to <laughs> to be that character, so she she sure is pretty though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some dick with braces on gets to talk about himself. It's Trey Baxter, and he's going to emerge as the star of the breakout tournaments. I like
0: Trey Baxter.
2: I don't have a problem with him. I just thought it was it was he looked goofy the I liked bucket. him when
0: he was Blake Christian, so
2: Yeah. Yeah, so And you should like got him, a,
0: he's an impact guy that picked WWE over AEW. They both wanted him.
2: He amazingly was at Impact for what, like three weeks and then got signed?
0: <laughs> yeah, he was on a pay per view and then he got signed the next week.
2: Yeah, it was the it was weird. It's like, well, probably should've locked that dude up before yeah. <laughs> before debuting him. Yeah. Uh more on that though, because his matches later. Bobby Fish arrives for his match. And the Diamond oh, wait, Can Line I just said
0: because before we get to um, the actual Bobby Fish match, as we ended, as we went to break on the last segment, they did a, a little recap of, of the story between Bobby and, and Roddy. And uh, as they go to break, Vic says, Strong fish next. Somewhere mm. Ginger had to be laughing. Probably. <laughs> Strong Fish finally made it to NXT TV.
2: Yeah. I realized that a, a couple of times tonight already. I, I just skipped even mentioning that they did a recap video of anything. Yeah. But, eh, you don't need it.
0: Although last week we inadvertently discovered fish and rod, so it was that.
2: <laughs> Fishing rod, yeah. Uh, no, strong fish lead- and rod. Yeah. And rod,
0: yeah. And rod, yep. Okay.
2: Roderick Strong leads the way to the ring. Fish and strong tie up. And uh, <laughs> Strong works the arm strong shoots a gap and gets caught in a headlock oh, man. strong then gets dropped with a shoulder block but knees fish in the gut
0: yes no it's just this i mean we'll talk about it after this this match underwhelmed for me but go ahead.
1: yeah
2: i i had a few moments while taking notes that i started to drift and that's not a good thing
0: <laughs> yeah why don't we just say it, you know guys you don't need a full recap of this because it wasn't worth a full recap yeah. um There were, we had a couple of moments. There was a spot where they exchanged strikes. Um, fish, that was where fish sort of started to get the better of things. Um, Roddy came back, eventually hit his his running rope strikes, which were always impressive to watch the cardio he Mm -hmm. has to do to do that. Um, fish hit a roundhouse kick, got a two out of it. Uh, the end came when fish rolled him up, stacked him up, strong kicked out, and as soon as he kicks out, he hits a jumping knee strike, and then end of heartache and gets the win. Um, Oh, that's what it's called. Who fucking knew? Yeah, anybody that's watched Roddy Strong for the last fucking ten years. Um,
2: yeah, except for Rick Joseph, who apparently yeah, well, has never watched him for the past yeah, ten years. What
0: are you gonna do? Um, that's why. That's why people tune in here. Uh, anyway, the, um, right. he hit the up and down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you talk about the history that these two guys had, and we never really established a reason for this feud other than. You know, these guys used to be tag team partners. They never had any falling out on camera. Kyle and Ale- and, and Adam had the falling out, and for whatever mm-hmm. reason, apparently it reverberated through everybody else. I don't know. Um, <sighs> but ad- so, so this match didn't have the steam behind it it should have had, and then they got in the ring, and it just... It, there was nothing technically wrong with it. There was just... Because of the lack of a story or development or a reason to really care about this relationship... It was just sort of flat.
2: Can I just say, um, I hate that these two are interacting with each other. Yeah. Because this feels like the watered-down version of Kyle and Cole. Yeah,
1: that's a fair because, point.
2: yeah, like you said, it's like the fact that all four members have just like paired off and are, are feuding with each other. It's it just yeah, it takes away from from both feuds happening at the same time. Uh, and and nothing should take away from Cole and and O'Reilly because that's that's the money. Like these two guys are are not it. And if you want to establish Roddy Strong as I am the leader now of a faction, he shouldn't be fighting his old faction mate. No. He should be going against other new people that he ha- that he hasn't or has interacted with differently now. But yeah, and Bobby good Fish God, should be what do you near. do
0: with Bobby Fish now?
2: Oh, good question. The guy is. Forty-two-ish, right? Forty-three. He's getting up there in age. He's never been the focal point of UE. Nope. He's always just been that guy. He's had that injury history that has taken him out of some of the bigger moments.
0: He had and, in Ring of Honor a little run where he was the TV champ and he did the infamous mm-hmm. Bobby Fish thing. And mm-hmm. but even that wasn't like great stuff. It was okay. I just I don't. I feel like he's sort of the odd man out in the breakup here. I mean, Roddy's not doing a ton better. Don't get me wrong, but uh, at least he's got some direction to his character. I, God, Bobby Fish is just guy that's there, that's in yeah. you know.
2: Well, I think part of the issue with Roddy is they took away the only thing that's actually interesting about him, and that's him calling people dorks and yeah. a- acting like a jackass. Because yeah. now, now he's just stoic asshole.
0: Which, which, but he's a great worker, and if you yeah. let, if you let. Bivens, talk him into the building for him and just let yes. him do the wrestling, you'll be fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The problem is is that we haven't really had that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. It's fucking. Bivens has been played second banana even in the promos to Rod. Yeah. A mistake.
2: It's baffling to me. Yeah. And. I, yeah, with Fish, I kind of feel like I, I wouldn't be shocked as to hear him get released, honestly, mm-hmm. which sucks. But.
0: He's, well, right he's, now, if they are trying to woo Adam Cole to stay, they're not going yeah. like, to get rid of no, no, his no. boys.
2: So no, but uh, Bobby doesn't do anything bad, but he doesn't do anything great. He does a bunch of things good.
0: Yeah, solid. He's, good. You know, uh, you hate to yeah. say the phrase, but good hand.
2: Yeah, he's solid on the mic, but he's not outstanding. He's not memorable. No, yeah. um, but he's, he's not a good li- team guy. Yeah, and you yeah you feel like you need to team up with somebody. Um, Man, I tell you, more than
0: ever, the, the decision to break the UE up seems like a really bad call. Because I don't think, even looking at Kyle now, and the fact that they failed to pull the trigger on him when he was white hot, I, I, I now sort of feel like nobody's better for this breakup. Like I think the plan was to to make it to build Kyle, but they sort of rushed through the Balor programs, didn't put the belt on him there. Then they had him lose to Cross, and now it's like, okay, so just gonna keep feuding with Cole, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like he just feels lost in the shuffle now, and so does Cole to a degree. I just, I think they'd have been better off keeping the group
1: together. I sure.
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Um. Maybe, they, right. maybe,
0: maybe they can do a match where Bobby Fish has to become um, Roddy's butler.
2: There you go. Hey, it worked for over other places. So, um, all right. Speaking of, speaking of, Cameron
1: <laughs>
2: Grimes enters and slaps Knight with his wristbands. Uh, Knight it, says, "It was resistance bands." Oh, resistance bands. Sorry, I, I think I wrote that, and I think it auto corrected on me. Uh, <laughs> Knight says. Haha will be wearing his pseudo tux to the ring for his match. Uh, and Knight says he's concerned about Grimes having his back. Haha says he's a man of his word and he's got his back, but does Ellie Knight have my back? And Knight sa- then makes Grimes shine his boots. Mm-hmm. It is the Grizzled Young Vets vs. Grimy Knight next. As Grimes and Knight make their entrance, Grimes continues to try to do his little taunts, and Knight continues to tell him to fuck off.
0: Knight Grimes, the less famous Playboy talk show.
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh, G-I- I always want to call him G-I-Y. GYV arrive. Uh, Drake says, can you believe these morons cheer this? And Grimes is proof that you can't polish a turd.
0: Can we just talk about for a second, why did they spend all those years not letting James Drake ever say a word? He's actually pretty good.
2: Yes, actually, which is weird. I know Gibson is like the heat magnet of the group,
0: but yeah, Yeah, Drake is fine. But Drake, I always assumed that Drake just couldn't cut promos because they literally Mm -hmm. never let him say a word. He would mouth the promos that Gibson was saying, but he would never speak on his own. It's like, holy shit, this guy can actually talk. In my And, and head, do well with it. Yeah, in, it, it's
2: always been in my head because he does that, because he mouths what Gibson says, that he's the writer of all, all of them. It could be. Gibson says they need to stay out of their way. They are the Grizzled Young Vets and... Sorry, they are the
1: Grizzled
2: Young Vets
0: and... No, Grizzled Young Veterans.
2: Soon to be recognized NXT Tag Team Champions.
0: They sort of dropped the whole thing with them and MSK, huh?
2: It definitely did. You know, give it up for Zach Gibson to work through that speech impediment of his. Uh-huh.
0: Um, <laughs> he does a, does a good job. There was one point in this match where James Drake was in the ring, and he hit a move, and I was like, holy fuck, that reminds me of Daniel Bryan. Like, just the hair mm. and the tights and everything. I was just like, wow, he sure. looks like Daniel Bryan in that moment.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, Haha starts with Gibson. Uh, Knight takes in and puts the boots to Liverpool's Finest. Gibson gets sent into the corner, but Drake jumps and takes the hit for him. Why would you do that?
0: They do that in every match. I don't, and I. That's never one of those spots of that it. I talk about all the time. Like, don't do every spot in every match. Mm-hmm. But moreover, why?
2: You're a tag team. Like, <laughs> you have to get in the ring at one point, Drake. Like, yeah. um, Drake tags in and gets taken out with a neckbreaker. Haha Tags in and crossbodies Drake. Uh, He got so much hang time on that crossbody. Like, I, he almost hit the fucking roof. Yeah. Gibson tags in and sends Grimes into the middle rope, and then Gibson takes out Knight and tags in Drake. They double clothesline him down, and Gibson tags in. Haha sends Drake outside, but gets caught in a sleeper hold. Back drop by to Gr- drop by Grimes, and he tries to take in Knight, who then, of course, jumps off the apron. Drake tags in as Grimes takes off the white gloves.
0: The only, my, my, only, my only problem here is that in that moment, he didn't go, How long do you want me to wash your balls for you? <laughs> that needs to be his new tagline. It would be amazing. They just, I yeah, want to they... dip my balls in it. Nobody but, remembers hey, that reference but me. I do. That's uh, Alec Baldwin. No, that was The State on MTV.
2: Wasn't it, I thought it was Alec Paul? No, he was the... No, no, he was the sweaty Balls guy. Sorry, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, I went and did my balls, and yeah, that was... That was the one where it was, like, he was... Uh, was he Jesus' brother? Was that what it was? Or he just was one of the guys... No, the, he was just, like, the, the
0: frat dude that showed up at the party, and that was, like, a catchphrase. What it was, yeah, yeah I didn't... No, but they they did a,
2: a Last Supper one.
0: Maybe. And then he showed up at the Last Supper. He, <laughs>
2: he showed up at the Last Supper, and then the, the Romans come in, and they're like... Are you Jesus? He's like, no, he's some guy over there talking about his balls.
0: <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same show that had, gave us the two guys with 400 pounds of pudding.
2: Yeah, it's, it was a weird fucking show.
0: Oh god.
2: Anyways, no, next time, next time we need to have Cameron Grimes, uh and and him go to a bowling alley so that way he can polish his balls. Then yeah. uh, then like, have them go to the batting cages. Just every every chance that they can get to have them working. How long you want to wash your bowels?
0: <laughs> yeah. Should be a thing. Yep. Uh, always pretending to jerk off until the camera pulls back. Yes.
2: Yeah. Do different <laughs> things, too. Like, have them go to, like, a... Uh, um, go to, uh, like, a... a, a Amish village, and just have him fucking thump it
0: away. And they'd be like, I'm turning bunny, Drake. You want something? <laughs> and they go to the batting cage, and he's like cleaning the knob of the bat. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just keep ready. just keep it up. Yeah. yeah.
2: Have yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, LA Knight comes, I called him Drake. That was weird. I, LA Knight comes down, downstairs, and he's just yeah, fucking. He's just yeah that, that was my issue. Yeah. He's just fucking going to be like I'm making eggs. You want so yeah just like, keep doing it. Uh, anyways, um, Grimes for whatever reason double rana's them which doesn't look good.
0: I uh, see this is the first time I've seen a double rana and I thought it looked good. <sighs> he he, he cr- caught both guys and like banged their heads together as he did the move. Like most of the time they barely get their legs around the guy he did. He got his legs around both of them and, and pulled it over nice. I, I enjoyed it, actually, and sure. I usually don't. So,
2: Rhymes misses off the top rope and hits a spinning crossbody for 2 uh, Haha rips open his shirt and sets up for the cave-in, but Gibson distracts him. So they hit Ticket to Mayhem for the win. Decent match.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, entertaining. Uh, Obvious, but... Yeah. We, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So let's talk about what happens next, because I know you got things to say about this. Ted DiBiase walks out, walks over, gives Cameron a kiss, and he says, I told you that night wouldn't be there for you, and you need to find a way out of this situation. So DiBiase, who was a complete dick to him three weeks right. ago, now suddenly is like, Cameron, I'm here to mentor you. Please. Yeah, he's so loving come. grandpa. Yeah, he's like, please just latch onto my nipple and just drink. You need yeah. the you need the strength. Like, what happened? Like, he got him into this. <laughs>
0: and if anything, Ted now Ted DiBiase. I understand Ted DiBiase aligning with Grimes after Eli Drake fucked him over. But mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase would be hiring this motherfucker to like break kneecaps. Like, right? He's not softly encouraging the guy and being okay with the fact that Eli Drake just knocked him the fuck out.
2: This has. In the 80 years this guy's been a wrestler, it's never been a part of his character. Nope. To be nurturing Ted DiBiase. Nope. nope. I I'm fine if he's tough love, Ted, Ted DiBiase. You know, if he walked up there and like slapped Grimes in the face, he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm polishing your balls." Yeah. That's that's <laughs> fine. But yeah, this whole like, let me let me fucking pick you up and I'm gonna carry you to the back and we're gonna have, get some ice cream at McDonald's. Like,
0: how long you so want me to cool. wash your rolls for you? Right? <laughs> I'm
2: polishing your chrome. <laughs> uh, we get a promo package for Samoa Joe going through his history in NXT. Uh, then we get a recap of last week when Dakota Kai decided that she was no longer going to be the sidekick, so she hit Raquel with a sidekick. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> well played, sir.
2: Uh, Dakota says she needed someone who would have her back, and she found Raquel, a powerhouse who needed direction. Without Dakota, Raquel would still be nothing. Dakota let Raquel get the wins, but everyone knows who the leader was. Dakota's... Oh, I want to dip my
1: balls in it.
2: <laughs> Yes. Still something to this day that I will quote. This will be like, hey, hey, does anybody have any tapioca pudding? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: That's a whole lot of pudding. <laughs>
2: Dakota's pissed that EO picked Raquel to face her instead of Kai. It should have been me! Um, Dakota accuses Raquel of not caring about the tag titles, and Dakota is no one's sidekick. Raquel is so caught up in her own bullshit that she didn't even see it coming. Dakota birthed Raquel, and it's time for a late term abortion. <laughs>
0: That was a great promo. I, I yeah. did. I thought uh, Dakota did a great job. I thought they hit on all the points that we sort of knew were coming as the story unfolded ahead of us. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I thought it was great.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it it told the the story. It, it didn't feel like they dumbed down the story either. Like it was, you know, it it felt real too. You know, and there was a, there was a lot of substance there too. Dinner time is with Johnny and Candace Johnny says wait, this wait, match wait,
0: wait, wait. who's with jo- who's with dinner time? I mean who's who's with Johnny and Candace? Dinner time. I wanna dip my
2: balls in. It! Okay, fair
1: enough.
2: <laughs> Thought I made a mistake said you were sitting with choke. That's fine. Uh, Johnny says this match ranks right up here with the best matches of his career. Uh tonight's the fate of the family. He rested his head. I love the fact that he just <laughs> He made such a fucking joke about this about the fact that he's in this storyline. It's just like this match is really important to me. It's one of <laughs> the biggest matches of my career.
0: <laughs> I also love the fact that last week and I wasn't last week they fucking did the gimmick where he's talking about Austin Theory running away from home. <laughs> <laughs> just made me laugh.
2: Johnny is, is really fucking good.
0: Yeah, he really is. Well, one I didn't think he was very good when he first started doing this, but he's really yeah. grown into it.
2: Yeah, it, it's funny, those, those uh, what was it, Dinner with the Gargano things? Yeah, they were awful. They were awful, but you could see he kept progressively honing in on what made it what could be yeah. good about the character, which was good. Because all of a sudden, he started to be the best parts of those things, even and, when it was like, you know, Candace and Tegan
0: and we'll compare it to a segment that was supposed to be funny coming up shortly.
2: We'll get there. <laughs> let me, let me just lay it out there. That segment was not racist as much as everyone likes to call it racist. It was just bad. But yes. we'll get there.
1: It was bad. Very bad. <laughs>
2: yeah. But not racist again, but we'll yeah. get there. Fair. Joe Casey gets a, a promotion video showing how this fat fuck is going to win the tournaments. Um, we learned that Adam baby suffered a neck compression, a spinal cord compression, and anal leakage. So he's out this week, but he'll be back next week with a face-to-face with O'Reilly and Mr. Regal with mediation. But
0: he might be out again after SummerSlam.
2: Yes. Possibly. <laughs> if only Regal had an enforcer that could do this mediation instead right. of him. Eh, weird. Anyways. Trey Baxter, as we said, the former Blake Christian, arrives. Joe Gacy, the does, former Joe Does that Joe mean Gacy. that
0: position's open? Should I apply, you think? I think so. Go Why forward. not? Right? Yeah. It's got to be. We got to. tweet at NXT. Like, is the enforcer position open for William Regal now? Yeah. Are you
2: Are you taking applications, or is it more like a LinkedIn kind of thing?
0: Yeah, or who you know. It's one of those deals which probably who you know and. Yeah, you you know a couple of them guys down there. Just sure.
2: just call just call up if and be like, hey man, can you get me in the door?
0: <laughs> like I'll just beat him with my
2: cock. Yeah. I just trip him with it, and then whip him in the back with it. Uh, Gacy is a former CZW deathmatch dude so if he follows in the footsteps of John Moxley he too can wrestle boring matches on AEW Dark in two years <sighs> so it is the last matchup of the first round of the breakout tournament Trey Baxter versus Joe Gacy and holy shit, it starts with a tie up Baxter gets chucked across the ring, Gacy picks him up and then chucks him again so <sighs> I I do think Baxter's a good wrestler, but boy does he look like a creepy little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he's... He's
0: got a little Christian in
2: him, for sure. He's got a little Christian in him, yeah. And he's, uh, he's also
0: like Christian, so there you go.
2: Yep, there you go. Uh, so creepy little Baxter gets a big Casey and sends him into the ropes. Uh, he then drop kicks Casey, which causes his spinal cord to buckle, and he gets launched through the ropes to the outside. <sighs> Just bad just bad placement. <laughs> he had he had to run like three steps before he flew out of the fucking ring.
0: I mean, not uh, as bad placement as a Domino's commercial after a pizza cutter spot, but, you know. It's
2: true, It's true. And he didn't run as far as uh, Evil Uno when he had to eliminate himself from it's the battle realm. That's
0: very, very true.
2: Yes. Baxter leaps over the top ropes, but is caught by Gacy and slammed into the side of the ring, and then haymakered to the ground. Back in the ring, and Baxter gets on Gacy's back, but is chucked off. Baxter kicks Gacy in the face, then eats a headbutt, and then another. Gacy clotheslines Baxter a few times, and at this point, Baxter's belt has come undone, and it begins to unravel. Uh, Gacy with a suplex for two, and Baxter ducks out of the way of Gacy, and Missile Drop kicks him, then topes him, then does it again. And then, because it's it's NXT, does it again. Uh, Isn't
0: that Gargano's uh, spot?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, but he added a little extra backflip at the end of the last one.
0: Right, there you go. So it's
2: different. After taking three topes to the outside, Casey just stands up like nothing and walks back inside the ring.
0: (laughs) Christian's not a heavy dude, I guess. Baxter, sorry. I know, but like, he's just like,
2: whatever, I'm up. up. I don't need to be out here. Baxter corks who's off the bottom rope for a splash for two. Uh... I, so I noticed that he's got all heart written on the back of his trunks, which I guess is his
0: gimmick. Did, did, did you listen to his promo earlier on?
2: I kind of did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all hearts, not just a thing. It's a way of life. It's I, know, like I know. It's, it's
1: how it's, I live it's my just, life.
2: I have, a, I have an issue with whenever I hear really generic promos, I just tune them out. And the whole, like, my catchphrase isn't just a saying, it's a way of life is... So overused.
1: Yeah, it's
0: true.
2: The Ember's Law is not just a weird saying that I've been given. It's a way of life.
1: Right. (laughs) That Beth
0: Phoenix will explain to you in two months.
2: That's right. So all fart, Baxter gets back into the corner, and then Gacy Cannonballs with Baxter on his back into the corner.
0: That was a fucking cool spot. Like... Spot of the match (laughs) right there.
2: For sure. Uh, Baxter gets up top. Um, Oh, sorry. They both go up top. But then Baxter knocks Casey off and hits a 450 stomp for the win. And honestly, enjoy it, kid, because you're about to get murdered next week to Odyssey Jones.
0: (laughs) Way to make Finn Balor's finisher look like shit, dude.
2: So you do this this, uh, coup de grace, huh? Have you thought about doing a 450 spin before it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It was a a fine match. If this motherfucker beats Odyssey Jones, though, I'm going to be a little annoyed.
0: I'm not because I I wouldn't mind seeing him and, and uh, Carmelo in the finals.
2: Would you be all right if Carmelo loses them?
0: I don't Depending think it'll happen. So yeah. it depends on the circumstances. I will say, I mean, in the past we've seen the last time they did this, the winner became okay. the least famous of the entire tournament. So you know,
2: yeah. Well, and all these guys have done have shown a lot of promise. Yeah. Um, so do you odyssey do you...
0: jones is ag approved i do know that he, he he bigged him up on twitter when this thing started so so he's seen him more than i have obviously so
1: yeah
2: so who do you want to win and who do you think will win
0: i want carmelo to win and i to me it's whoever wins the match between carmelo and and duke um mm-hmm. the two of them have shown me the most of anybody in this tournament i'm actually a little bummed that's not the final Sure. Um,
2: now, what championship do you think that they go for?
0: Depends on who's holding what belts at the time. I mean, if Santos is holding the North American title by that time, by the time he decides to go for it, I could see Carmelo versus Santos, and that'd be a fantastic match.
2: Sure, yeah. Um, I wonder, considering the, the attention that the cruiserweight division has been put on, that this isn't just to get a challenger for it.
0: It could be, but I mean, Kushida's already beaten both of the, you know, he's already beaten fucking Trey Baxter. He's already beaten Carmelo Hayes. So yep,
2: that's true. Um, but yeah, but then again, I mean, uh, both options for the North American belt are cruiserweights as well. So yeah. you could yeah. easily see them go for that. Um,
0: yeah, and Swerve's not really a face. So you could, do, I mean, Swerve versus Carmelo would tear the fucking house down. So
2: for sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel like. I feel like it's almost a foregone conclusion that Odyssey Jones is getting to the finals and losing, just because I think that his imposing size is what will kind of make it be like a he, the, you know, the smaller either Carmelo or um, Hayes um, would. What's the other guy's name? Jesus Christ, I just fucking lost it. Which guy? The guy that's facing Carmelo. Uh,
0: Brandon Vink. Uh, Duke, um, God, Duke, I,
2: yeah. Duke, Duke. Duke, yeah. Not Duke Hudson. Yeah, Duke Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, Duke Hudson. Yep. Yeah, and I don't think Duke Hudson's winning it personally. Like I, I know that he's been around for quite a while, but yeah, I think I think it's definitely Carmelo is going to win me it. He's showing a lot more
0: personality than he ever did before, though. Like I think he's sort yeah. of finding it now.
2: Yep. All right. Eo um, Shirai and Zoe Stark go to a Japanese restaurant. Oh,
0: for fuck's sake!
2: Zoe says, just like Eo and Kyrie, they need to bond. So she's taking her to a Japanese restaurant. Eo places her order, of course speaking Japanese to the uh, waitress. And since Zoe doesn't speak Japanese, she just says, "I'll have what she's having." Eo starts eating.
0: See, it's a throwback to that movie from like a decade ago.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's WWE, so yes, everything like two is a throwback. Ago, maybe? Everything, everything is a throwback to the fucking eighties, too. Yeah. Uh, so Eo starts eating, and Zoe launches some chopsticks into the air, because this is... It,
0: that, Zoe, seemed, uh, Zoe seemed genuinely shocked that Eo speaks Japanese. Did you see that? Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's a little weird. It's like, you, you do realize that, like, she, that's not just her talking really weird, right, like, right. When, when she does her normal voice. Yeah. Um, now, look, okay, look, this isn't me being racist, but... EO definitely said, don't you reiki this food.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, okay. I didn't say it. She did. And she specifically said it that way. Okay? Uh. Anyways, uh, so Zoe starts using a fork. Uh, she proceeds to spit out the food.
0: No, oh, she didn't know how to use the chopsticks, so she broke them apart, and then one flew out of her hand, because yes. she's white, so she doesn't understand how to use anything from (sighs) our culture. Look, I'm white,
2: and I just looked online on how to use them, (laughs) and I was fine, okay? Anyways, um, she then spits out the food, which, like, honestly, first of all, kind of a dick move. Um, But also, like,
0: what she started eating didn't look bad. (laughs) But it gets funny, Troy, because she keeps putting more little napkins of food under her chair. Every time you look, there's more of them.
2: It didn't make a lot of sense to me why that that was part of the joke, but sure. Uh, so then, she asks Eo what the green stuff is, and is there anyone who doesn't know what wasabi is? Like, come on. She takes a big and fucking bite out of that, and then she spits that out. And Then she proceeds to chuck octopus over her shoulder.
0: I mean, I don't know what that green stuff is, but I wanna dip my balls in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So after eating for
2: twenty seconds, Eo like gets up, hugs the waitress. She hoovered that shit. Yeah, uh, then just like slams the fucking bill into Zoe's tits and leaves. So then Zoe asks if the waitress knows Eo, and she's like, "No, we just speak the same language." And Zoe's like, "Are you from Japan?" And she says, "No, Kansas."
0: Now that was kind of racist. Now, here's the thing.
2: Is the segment racist? No, I don't think the segment is racist. I think that... Hold on, hold on. It,
0: you didn't introduce our game. All right, forget it now. Go ahead.
2: Okay. There's, a, there's a, a, a situation where you have to understand that sometimes the characters need to be portrayed a certain way. Zoe is portrayed as the dumb, typical American in this. So her doing things that are vaguely racist doesn't make the company producing it racist. It doesn't make the segment racist. It's to show that Zoe is kind of a fucking idiot and doesn't understand other cultures. How is what Zoe did here different from your typical fucking idiot American now? You know? Now, it's it's something that I remember because there was a uh, an evening with Kevin Smith one time where uh, a chick asked him about like uh, the uh, the character that Jason Lee plays in chasing Amy and it's just like oh All she his... really
0: needs is a good deep dicking
2: yeah and yeah. he's like the idiot character is saying that like I'm putting that, I'm
0: putting those yeah. words in the dumb, the mouth of the dumbest character in the movie
2: right yeah and to me that's what this felt like it was like no no we are we are showing but that, like Zoe's an idiot Yes. But
0: mm-hmm. the point that that young woman in that movie makes is not an incorrect one, which is to say by putting that in a in a major motion picture, mm-hmm. you are propagating the myth that all I as a lesbian need is a good deep digging, and that is damaging to me. Sure. Okay. so while sure. it's well there's not that intentional impact, there is definitely the potential for a secondary impact for doing that.
2: Sure. And I felt the impact here was to be like Zoe is such a dumb typical American that she thought that just because this chick spoke Japanese that she's from Japan, you know. And so I I understand where they were going from it. The problem is the execution sucked. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that this was good. I'm saying this was bad. I'm saying
0: this oh, was dumb. This was fucking awful. This was yeah. w- this and this is what I fucking hate. This is where we've WWE ified my NXT. Like mm-hmm two years ago, this shit is never on NXT. No. Like, no, sure. No. This is just, it's depressing when you see this kind of shit on NXT. It really is.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, NXT is not without its issues. I mean, bullshit or bull fit or whatever, that was a thing. You know, they, they have done some <laughs> dumb things.
0: R- remind me that you said that later.
2: I will. Um, yeah, like, NXT has done some dumb shit before, so I like that. More people have come up with dumb characters. I don't think that this particularly does good for Zoe, because you're trying to get her over, and we have been pushing this bitch down our throats since she arrived. So kind of making her this idiot character doesn't help. And you're already flush with idiot characters. Austin Theory does it the best. So there's no need to, you know, well, Austin Theory and Cameron Grimes, do the idiot fucking characters the best and they make them kind of lovable idiots this just is a little bit too yeah this just made zoe look like an asshole yeah and it's like i'm supposed to cheer for this chick because nope. she like i mean at least you tried the food but also like look man like you're in a Japanese restaurant just get some fucking basic sushi and okay. like there's plenty of white people that eat sushi just fine, <laughs> you know.
0: Get yourself a California roll. Yeah, like that's a, that's what it, it was. It, yeah,
2: it, I don't know exactly what they were trying to go for here, and I almost kind of feel sorry that Eo is even a part of this. Yeah, because she's she's too good for this.
1: Yeah,
2: um, agreed. I like, I mean, I liked her just fucking stiffing Zoe on the bill. That was yeah. funny. Yeah. But other than that, it was just like, man. Like first of all, Zoe Stark. Not a great fucking actress.
1: No.
2: She didn't, uh, you know, but also, like I said, just like the, like, hiding the food. It's it just, yeah. It, it, whatever they were trying to do, they failed at it. Let me yeah. just put it that way. Um, but again, to turn around and be like, there's another Vince's racist kind of, like, shut up.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, it's just it's dumb. Anything that that is, that has a different race in it now is just racist, so it's Pretty dumb. Much, uh... Anyways, speaking of Indy, dinner time is with Indy,
0: and she wants to get laid,
2: yeah, so Indy says, on one hand, you have family, and I was shocked that we didn't do a fucking fast and furious meme in here, uh and on the other hand, you have a true love. Indy says tonight, you I do you love find those up.
0: fast and furious memes,
2: huh? I fucking hate'. Them. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. I have seen I have seen some other people be like, this shit is fucking dumb. That's the thing. If if the meme is funny, or the meme is good, I'll laugh at it and I'll enjoy it. It's, it's still gonna get overused. That was never funny. <laughs> I I have not seen a single one of those that was the only actually no the only one that I saw that was remotely funny was the one where it's death. Coming to reap him, and him being like, was that a good meme? It's like, no, you were fucking annoying. That was and it was like, and that's just a different meme that's using that like, to, to point it out. No. That shit was so stupid and I still fucking see it.
1: Yeah.
2: Anyways, yeah, so she says, you know, we'll find out if it's meant to be or not. But before we get to that, Karen Cross leaps onto the announce table and calls it some Joe. He says, Joe quit his job to try to make changes around here. Who provoked who?
0: In, in like, in canon, is is Scarlet dead? I guess so. (laughs) Like, we've never... She wasn't, like, attacked or laid out or anything. Like, there's been no explanation for why she's just fucking gone all of a sudden now.
2: No. I assume it's just one of those cases of, like, he has to summon her from, like, the the beautiful dimension. And then he just hasn't, like, had the time to do it.
0: Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's,
2: like... Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get why she's gone for a little bit.
0: They're usually pretty good about continuity on that stuff, but...
2: Yeah. Joe beats the tits off the security guards and locks in a coquina clutch on one of... Jesus Christ. Coquina clutch on one of them while he's staring into the camera and says, I'm coming for you. You know, uh, in terms of extending out this feud, yes. I prefer this over them getting any contact with each other.
0: Right. So that was good. More than they already have, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And we don't need another pull-apart up pull brawl before it. So, yeah, instead make it that Karen Cross calls him out and fucking Joe Run. just beats the shit I could say. Yeah. Which, yeah, him running isn't the greatest thing ever, yeah. but,
0: but also... But he's like, losing to Jeff Hardy either, so, you know.
2: Yeah, it's, it is what it is. Um, we get a promo video for Walter versus Ilya Markopoulos. Sorry, Dragunov. Um, and then... <laughs>
0: that was random.
2: I love Elia Markopoulos.
0: Okay. I didn't and know you knew could... who Elia Markopoulos was.
2: Oh, yeah. I've seen a couple of matches. Okay. I watch your shit, dude.
1: Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I just, I, between that and it's also called Back to Last Week, where you kept, where Ginger talked about the fact that every time he heard Elia Dragunov's name, he always thought about Markopoulos. Okay. <laughs> and even though they are spelled differently.
0: Well, he's also, he's also Greek, so he's, he's always big enough to yes. be honest. So there's that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we get a doesn't need to be subtitled, but is anyways. Kushida accepting of Roderick Strong's challenge for well, the Cruiserweight Championship.
0: Cha- <laughs> no,
2: like a line was in Japanese.
0: No, like the whole like, I'll accept the challenge was in Japanese. The only thing that was like I accept was English with subtitles, but everything else was <laughs> Japanese.
2: It's just, oh my God, what what was that? uh... Shit, I can't remember what it was. It was like a comedy special or some kind of show
0: where no, it was a guy. The worst was like a couple a- weeks ago. They did Ikeman's promo. Yeah, and he's literally speaking English with subtitles, yeah. and at one point he says, "Don't let it fool you. I still kick your ass." And they put "butt," and it's in the words on the bottom of the screen.
2: Yeah. Um, no, there's a. Uh... What was it? It was a video where it was like um, it, it was a guy talking to a reporter and they're like subtitling him and he's like speaking English and then he's like wait what is that down there like and then she said and then like later on like she says something he's like why isn't there subtitles in there what you're saying it, it always reminds me of that anytime I see them like subtitle people who are speaking uh, English <laughs> so anyways it's time for Indie's Vagina on a Pole Match uh, Vic says Johnny is being a father protecting I said, I his do daughter. Like that
0: on Twitter, Indy posted a picture of Judy Bagwell on the forklift. That was fantastic work <laughs> by Indy. Yep. She's great on Twitter, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Very much so. Uh, so, yeah. So, Vic says Johnny is being a father by protecting his daughter. It's kind of gross to put it that way, because he's not. Um, but also, like, he's just cock-blocking her because he doesn't like Dexter. Like, yeah. this isn't... <laughs> This isn't like a big like Vic is supposed to be the like the face announcer. Like I would expect Wade to say something like that of like Johnny's just protecting her, you know? Because that's like the more humorous well, thing.
0: It's like Johnny and Vic are actually buddies though, and they're very public yeah. about it on Twitter and shit. So Yeah. Sometimes he plays into that. Like at some like, Hey, nice headband like so mm. he does shit like that. I think my favorite yeah. line during the intro is as Loomis is coming out, Wade Barrett's like we all know Loomis is a cad, and he'll just move on to the next woman soon enough. Which was yeah, he called oh him a gosh. cad. I loved it. It's great.
2: Yep, yeah. So yeah, so we're we're ready for our cock blocking match. Um, personally, like like I said, it's it's a little creepy that Johnny is doing all this to keep a dick out of Indy. But I mean, you know, he'd probably be more. Uh, appropriate if he was facing Max Caster and a loser gets a restraining order match
1: yeah.
0: uh, we get dueling chance for the Johnny whole premise Re- of this match like a grown woman can only date somebody if the <laughs> man approves of it kind of thing was, uh, I-, I talked about this, Ginger didn't seem to find that it might be considered offensive but you know it's uh, it, it was pretty definitely. borderline I thought Oh, it feels
2: very misogynistic. Yeah, to be like, be like, he has to beat me in a wrestling match in order to to date you, even though the two of you clearly want to fuck and probably have already. Right. Like, yeah, it feels very weird.
0: Like, she's a grown ass woman who can fuck whoever she wants. Right. And again, this, with it, those pants.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. I, I have it in my notes. We're almost there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this this isn't like. I mean, if it was like legit, Indy Hartwell's father. Like, at least that would make a little bit more sense. It'd still be a little creepy. But at least it would make a little bit more sense, considering that the ultimate prize is to be able to stick it into Indy's vagina.
0: But, I mean, they have been portraying the way as, like, a creepy family dynamic. Yeah. So, where yeah, Candy, Candace is the mom, and Johnny's the dad, and mm-hmm. uh, Austin's the son, and Indy's the daughter. They've been doing that.
2: Yeah. Um, I did like the fact that Johnny came out with the waist shirt and kept pointing to Indy on it. Yes. I thought that was, that was a nice little touch. Um
0: I love how we, they don't give a shit about the fact Austin theory has gone. Yeah, where's where's he been? <laughs> Remember, he ran away from home.
2: I know, but it's just it's just it's really weird. Um tie the fuck up boys. Uh, Johnny hangs hand uh hand right. <laughs> Yes. Johnny hangs on to a headlock and then arm drags Loomis twice. Dexter has a drop kick and then fucks the mat. They crawl around the ring like babies, then Gargano punches Dexter.
0: In the dick?
2: Jo- yep. Johnny suplexes Dexter on the floor, and then in an Indy Hartwell walks down to the ring. She is wearing white pants, just so you can see the moment she gets wet. I just have to take a moment to remember. That ass looked so good in the pants, man.
1: Oh, no! I said,
2: are you ready? I am after seeing her in those pants. (laughs) Uh, Dexter stomps away on Johnny, then punches him off the ropes. Johnny with a haymaker or two before he moves out of the way, and Dexter slides through the ropes. Dexter then crawls under the ring, and Indy proceeds to go under the ring as well. Candace then arrives, also wearing white pants, by the way. And they drag Indy out, and she is holding hands with Dexter, who also gets dragged out. That was kind of dumb. Gargano kicks him and sends him into the hockey boards as we go to break. By the way, the Raptors stopped counting, right? Because they were clearly out there for more than ten seconds.
0: Yeah, because really all Johnny had to do was not go look for him, and he wins the match.
2: Yeah. Back from break, and Johnny starts wailing on Loomis. Loomis hits that beautiful spinebuster of his as Indy's dam breaks. (laughs) Dexter gets a two, and then Johnny topes into Dexter, and then Johnny yells at Beth, claiming that this is all her fault.
1: Yeah, that's great.
2: Johnny tries for the slingshot spear, but misses, and Dexter also misses on his punch attempt. Uh, Dexter hits a bounce-back suplex for two.
0: Falcon Arrow. What? Falcon Arrow. Was it Falcon Arrow? Yeah.
2: Oh. Hmm. No, it doesn't seem like that to me. You'd know better more than I would, though. Uh, Loomis up top, and he misses the stomp, but Johnny kicks him in the face. The crowd chants Dexter, which Vic says is them chanting Index. They're behind you. How do you? How can you not hear what they're saying to you?
0: They were chanting index when Indy first came out.
2: When they, she first came out, yes. But he's specifically referencing the chant they're currently doing, which is Dexter. <laughs> uh, Dex and John trade punches. Dexter hits a pop-up punch. Then Johnny hits super kick, and Loomis drops John to the mat. Dexter shows Indy he's going to shove his arm all the way up to the elbow inside of her. <laughs> then he misses on an elbow drop. Johnny locks at a Gargano escape. As Johnny yells, Get out of my life! Uh, Dexter reaches out and caresses Indy and then grabs under the rope. Now, that her I face, actually thought was her face. Awesome. Her face, not her breasts. Uh, that I actually thought was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, also, clean up Indy's panties. Uh, Dexter rolls up Johnny for two. Wanted. Holy crap, like, yeah. she Again, she does. Look, I was just about to say she does really good facials, and I remembered what we were talking about. <laughs> But she does. She does very she she is a very good actress in the face. Yes. Yes. She and I'm sure she takes
0: things face. with her facial expressions very well.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, Johnny kicks him off and then he and during his getting kicked off he backhands <laughs> Indy.
0: Sounded bad. Good. Yeah, well, you know. Jo- Johnny but, kicks him off as... Johnny
2: Johnny uh, uh, jerks him off and then he backhands Indy. Johnny hits the DDT on the outside and tells Indy this is for her own good. He hits the one final beat, and he gets the three. Before we get to the last part of this, thoughts of the match?
0: That was fine. That was a good match for Loomis. I mean, he's going to do what he's going to do. Johnny carried it to a respectable match, but, you know, it was fine. Was it a pull-away yeah. match?
2: No, not not a memorable match, but not not a bad match. And, again, this, this has never been about... The in-ring stuff. This has always been about, you know, everything going on outside of the ring, so... Yeah. And uh, they have done some good spots throughout this whole thing um, to, you know, kind of move it along during the matches, but... Yeah, we, we knew what this was. All right. Indy looks heartbroken. Johnny hugs her, and they start to walk away. Indy looks back a few times, and as they get to the top of the stage, Indy then runs back to Dexter. She then hits a Luther's press... And she starts making out with him. <laughs> she full on straddles him, like her vishish is on his crotch. Yeah. His hand is on her hip, and I was like, "Ooh, like." And she's kidding. trying
0: to get the camera to show her kissing, but her hair keeps falling in the way. Yeah. And she keeps trying to move it. Meanwhile, Dexter's on the floor going, oh, "I
1: want to dip my balls <laughs> in it.
0: and yes. you know, so it's crazy.
2: Uh, so, yeah, so it, it I don't know if this means Indy has left the way or if Dexter is going to join the
0: way. It's sort of well. So it sort of looked like Candace and Johnny were disgusted and like saying goodbye to her as they left kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I can totally envision Dexter on like the way family outings. Yes. And the, the video packages that will ensue. So I, I got to think that Dexter's just going to be involved now. <laughs>
2: I feel like that's gotta be it. Like they, because they've like Dexter so and hard... Indy are
0: gonna have a fight without him ever saying a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> like well, sure. I hate when you talk to me like that.
1: <laughs>
0: I I feel like
2: Johnny and Candice have put so much work into this that it it this point it's like yeah okay we we, we have to go to the route of like okay we don't like it but we have to accept it right. so yeah and I think the money is in Dexter interacting with them right uh, in the segment so. Yeah. For sure. Um, but we do go off the air with Dexter sliding it in, um and yeah, no that's uh, that's it for the. He started to get up.
1: Yeah.
2: And I I couldn't tell if that was he thought that they were done, because he starts to get up and then she like pushes him back down. So I was like, is that was that like them kind of acting or was it like he thought the show was off the air and she's like, no, 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 no we're just, not done he yet. To,
0: he needed to readjust for a full thrust.
2: There. You go. Okay. Okay. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. You know sometimes you get a bad angle. You know. You just gotta. Mm-hmm. Just...
2: Yeah. Well, I also assume that he wasn't uh, wrestling that match with a heart on. So I'm sure when she sat on it, it was probably already down. He's like, "Hold on a second, lady. I gotta, I gotta let it. I gotta free
0: Johnny's bit. a good looking dude. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, ended that chapter of this feud. Let's kind of see where we go from here. I guess. Right.
0: So, ended that chapter. Now, on to the index. That's right. See what I did there?
2: Very interesting.
0: Book uh, so. reference. <laughs> Books have chapters in indexes. But those aren't a thing anymore. So, I made a um, funny out of it. So,
2: um, thoughts on uh, the show?
0: Eh, overall, it was fine. <laughs> That's a new one. I didn't even know that one was there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why it updated when I signed in. Yes. Um, yeah. No, it was fine. I mean, again, we talked about it. It was a the, the ratings were shit. It was they were half a million people, I think. It was a pre taped show on a different network. There was only so far they were going to go with this, so they gave you the conclusion of sort of like one of their you know sea level storylines, and left the rest of the stuff to sort of hey tune in next week when we're back on USA.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and next next week we we are shaping up to be uh, a good show.
0: Yeah, looks like it.
2: Because we have uh, uh, Raquel and Dakota face off, right? Yeah. Um. And then well, we Raquel's have... going to
0: respond. She <clears throat> didn't say Dakota will be there, but
2: that's what it is. Yep. Um. And then we have Roddy vs Kushida, right? Yes. And uh, we have. Probably another semi-final match, I would think. I would think, yeah. And then... but there anything else that was announced? I can't remember now.
0: Yeah, they announced a fuck-ton of stuff. I don't know what it was.
2: Yeah. I was trying to quickly find it, but I'm having trouble, so let me... Let me see if they got anything on the old Twitters. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's... It'll be interesting. Um... Obviously, like I said, we, we've got some things coming up here. And now that we're back to um, oh, you know, the That
0: was the one thing they did mention. Dragunov will be on. They said it will be on NXT for the first time. I swear to God he had a match on NXT leading into I know, Worlds Collide or one of those fucking things. I swear to God he was on NXT once.
2: Hmm. Oh, Ember uh, Moon versus Sera is also there. there.
0: I can probably just look on Cage Match and find out. Yeah,
2: for sure. So yeah, so Ember Moon versus Ray, which obviously we know where that's gonna go. Um, yeah, not a bad show. Uh, oh yeah, O'Reilly and Cole face to face. Billy Dragon up live. Raquel Gonzalez breaks the silence. Ember, Ray, Ember Moon versus Ray. So that's what we got. And I assume uh, on top of that we're gonna get something with with uh, uh, Indian Dexter. So, yeah. Are you able to find it?
0: I'm searching. Give me a minute. Ilya Dra... NXT live, NXT live.
2: Oh, you have to to, to remove those things.
0: Kona Reeves defeats Ilya Dragunov? What the fuck? (laughs) Is this the same guy? NXT at download. I
2: don't believe this is the right guy I'm looking for here.
0: Uh, Can you refine the search?
1: Yeah
0: To show like just
2: How do you fucking spell again?
0: TV shows and
2: pay-per-views
0: There we go Yeah Ilja Okay, it says no I swear to god I remember him doing it But maybe I'm Maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly I don't know Somebody maybe it was somebody else that came over from that group and I thought it was him. Yeah, might be maybe I'm thinking of uh what's his name there? The one that had the cruiserweight title for a while.
2: Oh, um Jordan Devlin.
0: Yeah, probably thinking of him. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. We're done with the show.
2: Yes. Um yeah, so you know, he might have he might have shown up and just not wrestled.
0: Maybe, that's possible.
2: So there's always that.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, um. Yeah. So, if you had a little time on your hands, what match did you go back and watch?
0: Oh, <sighs> uh, this is a tough one. I, there were no real standout matches this week. I would first recommend that people go back and watch the Dakota promo because to me that was sort of the high point of the show this week. I thought she was really good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> other than that, if you want a entertaining in-ring action, I'd say probably. My favorite was probably Hit Row versus Legato, despite the ending.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'd go with that, probably, too. Because everything else was just okay. Yeah. It's just okay for me, dog. It was just sorry for me. Um, Only the Zoe and Eo segment was the only thing bad in the show.
0: Yeah, it was the only thing that was brutal, for sure. Yeah, no
2: nothing else was really like eye rollingly bad or anything of that Games
0: versus gyv wasn't bad
1: no
2: no it was it was fine but again yeah. it was like we know where this is going right like they yeah. they they laid it on a little thick yeah for with sure. him being like I'm worried if you're gonna have my back kind of thing like yeah so yeah
1: for sure
2: but yeah that was it but yeah although otherwise it, a decent show but uh, yeah I'll be I'll be glad for it to return to USA network and but then be hit so
0: all right, my friend. Thank you, sir.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
0: It was nice finally seeing your face again after a while.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've, I've been missing you. You, uh, I'm missing you a lot. I'm missing Lisa, obviously.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, it it, all, it It would appear as though that the Bellas have just quit doing the podcast.
0: I would assume so. They haven't said a damn thing about it. No, they haven't said anything
2: about it. The, the last thing they said was that it was returning in June, and now that's two months ago, so... <laughs> It's sort of get to that point where it's like, yeah, I think I think they're
1: done. Yeah, we well, might. You we wonder might. If, like, s-
0: Daniel Bryan not being WWE anymore. If that has any impact on it, too, who knows? Yeah, but they were. That
2: happened after June. So, but again, but yeah, you it, got the, they don't.
0: can't get much WWE talent on there anymore, right? Like, mm. they, I can't. I can't assume they were paying for people out of pocket to put that together and shit. That had to be WWE paying for that, right? But they're,
2: but they're still associated with WWE though. They're
0: not under contract, though. No, but
2: they're, they're Hall of guarantee Famers. I
0: guarantee you they go to AEW. You'll be hearing about what great workers they are.
2: Right, exactly. Nikki, you know, Nikki is one of the longest reigning champions. I always That's loved her. I don't career. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Rock attacks are my favorite moves. Yeah, I know. You know, Liv Morgan knocked herself out those kicks. It wasn't right, useful. Yeah. Ah, fuck her. Fuck, fuck Liv Morgan. We don't like her anymore. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, so, um, I think it's your line.
0: Uh, I guess that means we will NXT uh, next time.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Well, somebody will. I don't know if it'll be me. You have been listening to a
2: Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck. At ko fi.com slash rundown wrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundown wrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundown network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundown wrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundown wrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for rundown wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundown wrestling. And you can also follow our host, Adam, on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.